in an ever increasingly busy world and a busy life that we all kind of live in a way, it's kind of a case where nutrition tends to fall back on the back burner a bit more than maybe you would otherwise want to. So then it comes to the question of how much should we be relying or using, you know, convenience options, specifically how good or bad are those pre-made meals and alternatives that we have on the market now? This is a question that as a busy professional or busy active professional, whatever you want to call yourself, you may be asking yourself and wondering, you know, should you be relying on some of those kind of meals to really level up your nutrition? Well, as a sports dietitian who has worked with many clients and, you know, talked about this many occasions, I've got the insight for you. So without further ado, let's get into the podcast. Welcome to the Reach a Peak podcast experience. This podcast is for athletes of all levels who want to level up their nutrition to level up their game. Join me as I explore the world of nutrition, health, and performance. Each week, I dive into a new topic to help expand your knowledge, separate truth from myth, and change your perspective so you can start winning the right way and reach a peak potential. I'm your host, Alexa, the sports dietitian nutrition coach. Let's go. Welcome back to the Reach a Peak podcast experience. I'm your host, Alexa, the sports dietitian and nutritionist. And today, quite simply, we're talking about pre-made meals. You know, the meals that you go to the supermarket, they're already made, whether they're fresh or frozen, all you got to do is heat them up in the microwave, sometimes in the oven, depending on the opposite instructions, and off you go. You got your meal ready. But the question a lot of people wonder is, are these things actually good for us? Or are they bad for us? And a lot of people tend to kind of steer clear away from them, even though they'll go for like takeaway as a convenience option, but they'll think that now those pre-made meals, you know, they don't think about them as a, as an option, but let's talk about it. Let's actually discuss nice, short and sweet, whether these things can actually form a nice basis of nutrition can actually be used as an effective and healthy tool to reach your goals, obviously. So yeah, so with uh, pre-made meals now, when I'm, like I said, when I'm talking about these meals, I'm talking about any one of those variations out there that you can get that are just made and just need to heat up. So many options these days for those. You know, you can get the higher quality ones. Or you can get the really basic cheap ones as well. Uh, the, I guess the more higher quality ones obviously can be better because they taste better and they tend to actually have a better nutritional profile because now because of the popularity of convenience eating, there's so many different options now, so many different brands are doing, you know, high protein, healthy, quote unquote, versions of pre-made meals that you really aren't in a short on, on options when it comes to these things. And I can just tell you right now that there's nothing inherently wrong with using them. They can be perfectly healthy and a good part of an overall diet. Now, obviously, I want to say that you don't want to rely on them just because it does take away that autonomy with the nutrition that is important for long-term success. But again, who am I to save? If you're someone who's so busy that, you know, preparing meals and doing all that sort of stuff, it's just not within your capacity. And if the only other alternative would be then takeaway, well, then these things can form a longer term basis for your for your nutrition. But obviously, none of this is advice. I keep that in mind. None of this is advice to you because obviously, I don't know your situation individually. I'm just talking in general terms. Those pre-made meals can be perfectly fine, especially if you choose the right options. These days, they'll stamp the calories and the protein on there because they know that's what's popular. And 
luckily for us, it's it's kind of the, the good criteria to use when it comes to basing these mills on. Now, these mills are never going to win awards for their veggie content and their overall nutrition profile. They're going to win, you know, they're going to win awards like to you individually in terms of how calorically balanced they are and how much protein they have. So if you can find one that gives you, you know, good solid amount of protein, 25, 30 grams plus, whatever it is per meal and calories aren't excessively high and they're within that 500 calorie general guideline for like, you know, for low calorie eating, then, well, then you can use them. There's nothing wrong with them. So the question, is it good or bad? Well, they're neither good nor bad. They're just like, they're just neutral. Depends on how you use them, you know? Do you overeat them? Do you do you watch the salt in them and then eating so many of them that your salt intake goes too high? You know, there's things that you have to consider like that. You know, then also you got to understand that are you using for the right reasons, for the right purposes, in the right way, all that sort of stuff. But not, there's nothing good or bad necessarily inherently about them. But if I were to choose one, I'll lean towards, towards the side of good, you know, because some of those meals are quite nicely balanced and they can use, you know, good enough quality ingredients that they can taste decent. So you can actually form a staple of your nutrition without kind of causing you to feel like you're really lacking in, in a certain sense. Some of the cheaper ones can kind of be a bit lacking. I'll be I'll be honest there. You know, some of the you know two dollar, three dollar uh, frozen varieties that you can get. Some of them are quite lacking in protein for my liking, and they don't taste the best. But some of the more more expensive ones, and I get that the cost can be a prohibitive thing here as well. Hence why I don't want to rely on them if you can avoid it. Um, can yeah, that that's where you have to have those considerations. But all in all, they tend to be on the good side. I've I've used them. You know, I've used them for for myself sometimes, but. I've used them for clients as needed as well to really kind of form a a baseline for eating, but also for some clients where they just want to take out the guesswork and keep within certain levels of calories or they're struggling with certain ways of eating. So we just use them as a tool. That's the thing. You want to use them as a tool. They don't need to become your lifestyle, but if they can be a tool as part of your overall tool shed that you're using to actually uh, get the changes you're trying to do and reach the goals you're trying to achieve, well, there's nothing wrong with that. They can They can form a basis of that. Obviously, you know, there's so many options like which one do you choose? Well, that's a topic for another day. But just know that you can use these pre-made meals as a tool, as a strategy to help get you closer to the goal that you need or help get you eating better because they're going to be better than going and grabbing some fish and chips or whatever. So just, yeah, just understand that. There's nothing bad about them, but it's also not a magic silver bullet. So don't think that they are. They're just simply a meal that's been packaged and you're trusting them that they're giving you the accurate information and therefore you can just plug and play into your nutrition and take out the guesswork from that point of view for a, for a given meal. So use them as needed, nothing wrong with them. But of course, as always, where you can prep yourself is always going to be ideal when you know exactly what's going on and you can control that level. Because yeah, those meals obviously have things added to them and stuff that you have to consider as well. So yeah, that's my take on it. Now, obviously, we could ramble on about this more and more. But again, because I don't know your situation, I'm just talking in general terms here, okay? So yeah, hope that helps. Hope that gives you some insight. And feel free to contact me. Let me know You know if there's any questions you have about these pre-made meals or just to share what your favorite ones are. You know, There's some really nice ones on the market now that really provide a nice profile. And yeah, it's, 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 it's a convenient time to be able to eat better. So you can't, you know, you don't have to stress too much about that side of things. But yeah, hope this has been helpful. Um, as always, you know, if, if these podcasts are helpful, I would always appreciate if you can leave like a review, like a five-star review to share what this podcast does for you and how helpful it is so we can grow this community and help more people. Okay, so that's as always. But other than that, you know, until next time, stay classy, have a good one. See you later. Bye.
Thank you for listening to today's podcast episode. Remember to subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcast so you can stay up to date whenever I drop an episode. You can also find me on socials where I regularly post valuable sports nutrition content to help you elevate your sports game, elevate your nutrition game, and reach your peak potential. Simply search for The Climbing Dietitian and be sure to click follow. Until next time, stay safe and stay dedicated. See ya.